Hello and welcome to Women of Aurora, a podcast featuring remarkable women entrepreneurs and leaders working in and around the city of Aurora, Illinois. We discuss how to be successful in your business and in life as we network, support, and uplift each other. Join us to learn how to build authentic connections and have fun in a safe and open space. I'm Cynthia Gamboa Morales, a wife, mother, entrepreneur, and the founder of Women of Aurora. I'm your host for today's podcast, and I'm excited to introduce our guest. She is the founder of a unique organization that offers programs and resources to help you find peace, deepen your connections, and experience a spiritual transformation. She is an author, yoga teacher, and a certified wellness and social-emotional learning facilitator. Amy Jackson is here to tell us all about her business, The Perch, and to talk about her recent book titled 31 Days of Self-Kindness. Let's welcome Amy Jackson. Thank you for being here with us today, Amy. I'm so glad we were able to make this work. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. Yes. Well, you've been very patient with us. I know last month I was out of town and got caught up in the FAA ordeal and the shutdown. Oh my goodness. Ah. I'm excited to be here today with you and learn more about The Perch and multiple books that you've released. Yeah. So why don't we start there? Tell us about your books. Yeah. So I have uh, two books out. My latest one just came out and it's 31 Days of Self-Kindness. Um, and I am just so proud of it. <laughs> I feel um, it really comes from my own journey of self-criticism and dealing with, you know, how do I actually become more of this person that I want to be um, and kind of learning the hard way that uh, self-criticism and shame, like that does not get us where we want to go. It's really about accepting ourselves and loving ourselves that we find that growth and change that we're looking for. Um, and so I tried to make a really easy to access book where there's a little bit of writing every day uh, or a little bit of reading every day, a little bit of journaling every day and really simple activities that can help you just be a little kinder to yourself every day. And my other book came out in 2020. It's called Unhurried. And it's really about helping you find some unhurried time with scripture. So it really takes you through scripture passages and helping you meditate on what's there so you can really internalize it and you know walk away feeling some peace and some groundedness. I love everything I'm hearing about you. And I've heard some really great things about you. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and how you started this journey? Because you are the founder of an organization, you are a yoga teacher, you are an author, and you have a podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a whole package. Tell us, tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself, how you started your journey, what propelled you, right, to do all these awesome things. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Sometimes I hear that list and I'm like, I'm exhausted just listening to all this. I do. But it is it is truly, it's done it's been little steps one after another, and it's such a joy. Um, but really, my story started about, gosh, about 15 years ago, and I was actually in ministry. I found myself completely burned out, and I didn't know what to do with that. Like, And I actually felt a lot of shame around that burnout because it felt like I, of anyone, should know how to not fall into burnout, right? Like, I'm helping people find you know, spiritual transformation and connect with God. And like, I shouldn't be dealing with this. And so it was a really tough season to be in and to not really know what to do. And that was actually what made me go and get my master's at the time, which um, I totally did it. Like think like, you know, I couldn't admit I had a problem. So it was like, oh, I want to go to help the people in my ministry. 
Okay, okay. <laughs> but while it was there, it was really fantastic because so much of our coursework was around self-awareness and about developing our own understanding of who we are and our spirituality. And so I came away with practices that really helped fill me up and a deeper awareness of who I am and a greater acceptance of the good parts and the hard parts. And I really wanted to um, begin helping other people with that. And so after kind of doing that work in my own life for about 10 years, I decided to open The Perch. And so, um, yeah, I've been doing The Perch now for five years, which is crazy. Where's The Perch located? Where's, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Tell us where it's located and then tell us what resources we can find at The Perch. Because yeah. I've read a laundry list of what you do there. And let me just, let me go through it one more time. You offer programs and resources to find peace, deepen connections, and experience spiritual transformation. So where is The Perch located and what is The Perch about? Yeah. So The Perch is on, at 31 West Downer Place in downtown Aurora. We're right on the river. Um, we're in the old YWCA building, if you're familiar with the area. And uh, we have I'm just on the third floor. And so it's a great open space that overlooks the river. It's The views are maybe the best part. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I really, uh, is the whole mix of different things. I, I try to say I focus on yoga and mindfulness and art. And so I love using all of those things to help us connect with ourselves, uh, to help us deepen our self-awareness, and to walk way feeling like we can find peace, we can find calm in our day, we can keep going in the midst of chaos and hard times and busyness. Um, And so, yeah, so everything from uh, yoga classes, weekly yoga classes, to uh, I just did a New Year's retreat, which is an all-day retreat to help people kind of figure out what they want the year to be about, what their values are. I do small business retreats that are 90 minutes of yoga and guided meditation and reflection. Um, I do lots of art. So one of my most popular ones is Broken Bowls, which is actually like a reflection activity, but we paint a bowl, we break the bowl, and then we put it back together with gold glue. Um, So it kind of nods to the art of kintsugi and um, yeah, it's just, it, there's so many fun things. So it's always changing. <laughs> what is the art of kintsugi? Oh, yeah. Or did I even say that right? <laughs> yes, like, yeah. Please so tell. So it's like a Japanese art form. You've probably seen where they believe, you know, pottery is broken, but it doesn't lose its value, that it can be mended and brought back together and actually be more valuable. And so they fill the broken cracks with gold. And so it's really beautiful. If you Google kintsugi, I mean, there's gorgeous art that is uh, that's out in the world. It's you know a centuries long practice, um, and so it's a, it's a nod to that. We don't actually use real gold, but um, you know, <laughs> it's a good. It's an it's good an practice. Op- it's a faux, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's a faux gold. I love it. And and who is who is ideal for these courses? Like. What age range do you offer different programs for different ages? Who's who's the ideal uh, participant for these resources and programs that you host? Yeah, so primarily 18 and older. I occasionally will do something that's family-oriented or kid-friendly, especially for First Fridays. But primarily adults, men, women, all genders are welcome. And it's really um, what I find is a lot of people who are in a place of transition, who are in a place where they need some clarity in their life, right? Like things are maybe a little muddy or have gotten cloudy or some things have kind of snuck their way into life that you're trying to figure it out now. Or people who are kind of just, like I said, in between things, in between jobs, in between churches, in between figuring out what their faith life is. Um, and so that's kind of who a lot of the people who find their way. Um, but really just anyone who needs some space to rest, to find some quiet, to hear themselves think. Yeah. 
And, and what are the hours? What, it, what um, how do you operate? Yeah. Is it by program, by event? Is it per hours? Tell us a little bit more about the space. Yeah. So uh, open by appointment only. So um, for all the events um, and classes and things. So you register on my website for a class like that, and then it'll give you the details for arriving and all of that. So Perfect. yeah. So you got to go to the website. What's the website? Theperchplace.com. And you got to make a, an appointment or RSVP for a class that you're hosting before you can come by. Yes. Perfect. And so 18 years or older. And so do you find that you are getting a lot of young adults coming in? Are you getting a lot of young adults who are kind of trying to find themselves or have questions about their own spiritual journey? And and let's take a step back, right? So we say spiritual journey. Is it is it a ministry? Is it church? Are you connected with the church? What, I guess, what does it mean, right? Because everybody has different meanings with spirituality. What does it mean at the perch yes. to find a spiritual journey? This is such a great question. Um, and this is one of those things that I have to continue like talking about because it is like, yeah, what does that mean? It means something different for all of us, right? So for me, my understanding is really, um, I, I love, I wish I had pulled it up, but I love Brene Brown talks about her definition of spirituality, this of wanting to be a part of something bigger, that we are all connected, right? That we are all um, forever in- interconnected. There's no escaping that, right? And that's a beautiful mystery of humanity. And so I think at its core, that's kind of what we're talking about. I um, I come from a Christian faith background. And so I often will share things of like, here's how my faith impacts my life, or here's how it's impacting my values, or here's some you know understanding that I've gained that I think is helpful to this conversation. Um, But it's been really fun to see people come from different places and be able to have a really cool conversation where we all learn more. Great. And and again, it's a safe space. It's a space that you've created. It also provides not only the spiritual, but also the physical part for for folks to get grounded, right? So tell us about yoga. How did you get certified? Why did you get certified to be a yoga instructor? And not just a yoga instructor. From what I understand, it's an RYT 200-hour yoga instructor. So 200 hours of yoga before you can get your certification. Is that right? Yes. Okay, tell us about it. It's a lot, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a lot. Well, so for me, um, I am someone who tends to be in my head all the time. I, uh, for the most of my life, have been completely disconnected from my body. Like I can push through. I don't need to stop for lunch. I don't need to, you know, stop because I'm tired. Like I can pull an all-nighter. Like what needs to get done needs to get done. And so I completely ignored my body for years and years and years. And when I was kind of in that season of burnout, I actually, for the first time, tried yoga at a local yoga studio, Aurora Yoga Center, and was completely blown away. Like I walked away feeling better mentally than I had ever, than I'd felt in a super long time. And so it was enough to intrigue me to want to keep coming back. And what I found over the years was that I, and every, every time I was like in those hard places of life, I would return to my mat and that was such a like centering grounding place where honestly I feel like I meet God on the mat like I feel clarity and I feel like I had get direction and just peace um and so I kept coming back to that and so when the pandemic hit I was doing yoga all the time at home and I also started to think about like this fits so perfectly with what I do and just had never really put that together <laughs> 
And so um, one of the blessings of the pandemic was that the way that certifications for yoga teachers changed, the way that you certify them. And so I was able to do kind of a hybrid, like online and some in-person things to get my certification. So it made it much more feasible. And so I honestly, I got certified uh, September of 2021. And I was really nervous about introducing it to my audience. I didn't know how it would go. People tend to have strong feelings about yoga one way or the other. Right, and so right. I wasn't sure, but immediately people embraced it. And it's been such an amazing practice to really invite people to be mindful with themselves, be mindful with your body. Um, it leads to such acceptance of our bodies and acceptance of just who we are and our humanity. And so it's been, it has become one of my very favorite things to do is to teach yoga. Yes. And, and yoga takes a lot of stretching and a lot of you know, releasing of tension in your muscles. I was, you know, trying to figure out my New Year's resolution. It was weight loss, one of them. And what's the quickest way to lose weight? And obviously, right, like you can do cardio and flex and weights and all this extra. And then I found that by walking and doing yoga, which essentially is stretching of your body and your muscles, you can lose weight faster. Yes. And yes. I just, I was blown away by that. But like the most beneficial, if you do nothing at all, you don't go out for a walk, you don't go out on a treadmill and you just stretch, your body will love you for it. Yes. So I am all for yoga. I hear Yay. what you're saying. I, I love it. I'm for it. I encourage everybody listening to do it. Yes. Try it at the perch. What days do you host the class? Yes. So I currently have three classes a week. So it's Tuesday nights are two of them, 5.45 p.m. and 7 p.m. And then Friday mornings at 9.30. And they are always uh, like very gentle, inclusive, beginner friendly. It is not the kind of class where you walk in and feel like, what the heck is going on? Like I'm lost. Like it's such a um, welcoming, safe space, right? Like it has to go along with everything else I'm doing there. So. Right, because what you want to do is come into yourself and yes. be grounded, right? Like yes. I say grounded, but we had just had this conversation with somebody that does Qigong. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes, and so she's talking about, right, grounding yourself. So those are all kind of meridians and things yes. like that, but it all goes with yoga. I mean, I it feel does. like all of that really goes and works mm -hmm. really well together, especially when we're talking about self-care. Yeah. You're very versed in uh, wellness and self-emotional learning. So tell me a little bit about the facilitator part of it, because you're also doing courses on, again, that social-emotional learning. Now we hear a lot about emotional intelligence. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So I think like a huge part of my journey has been growing in self-awareness and it is the kind of work that you usually only do when you're forced to do it. <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily we just had this conversation work. off the, yeah. Oh yep, gosh. It's not, it's not necessarily fun, but yes. it is good work. It is good things. And so um, I have found that it kind of maybe a gentler door into self-awareness for a lot of us is things like art and things like, you know, doing creative creative things that get you a little bit out of your head and just allowing yourself to be and to experience. And so um, I love doing things like meditative painting because it just gets you out of your head a little bit. And it's amazing to see what comes up. And so one of my favorite things that, along with the, with the social emotional learning is just really about helping people access, hey, I have emotions. It's okay that I have emotions. There's no such thing as a bad emotion. And our emotions are trying to tell me something, something important, and I should listen and pay attention and see what I can learn. And so sometimes it's easier to do that through art 
or through yoga or through a uh, guided meditation because our guard goes a little down and we're a little bit less in our head. Um, as someone who is always in her head, I say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. You're, you're, I think you're going to, um, our listeners are really going to enjoy getting to meet you and to learn more about you because I feel like the new year, we're all starting in the spiritual journey or in this manifestation or self-awareness journeys. And everything that you are saying, I'm over here nodding to it yes, because yes. it's absolutely true. <laughs> like, you know, there's there's a book called Are You the Mountain? Oh. Right? Have you read it? I have not. Okay. I <laughs> you, need to. You have to read it. And I think it, it's, it's a lot about self-awareness mm. and becoming really intentional about what your emotions are trying to tell you. And then what have been all the subliminal messages that you've received from your external that now Mm -hmm. you are right perceiving or to be true in your life. And so I feel like once you read this book, you're going to be like, Oh yeah, that's, and, and I've, I've read it and I've thrown it across the room Ooh. and because it's like, Oh, that's trauma. You. That's trauma. Like that's, <laughs> that's not true. That's trauma. Right. Like I just throw it and I'm like, oh that's trauma. Like yes. I can't, I can't have that. No. I'm, a, I'm a grown adult, but it's always coming back from a place mm-hmm. where you need to be checking those boxes yes. and sitting with those emotions. Like, yeah. why is this person triggering me? What is happening? And why am I, why is this continuing to happen to me? Right. Like I'm not dumb. Yes. Like, come on universe. I got the memo, but it's not, it's not that. It's really sitting with your own emotions and understanding yourself and yes. understanding why you feel either anger or sadness or yes. you know, anxiety. And a lot of folks are going through that now at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So this is a great time to come and see you, come check out your books, come yes. check out the perch. I mean, all of that, all of that relates right now really well with like even what's happening in our world. Oh, gosh. Like our world is kind of Ugh, trying to so figure much. out our balance after COVID. That you know, we're we're really in a good place right now. That locations like the Perch, books like these, can really catapult us to a next level of self awareness, and maybe we can become kinder people and understand and love and appreciate everybody around us. And, you know, that takes time, mm-hmm. but it also takes self-awareness and, yes. and you're there to help people through this. Yes. I, you know, one of the things that I have been thinking about so much is that I used to think that I needed to like grow to become a better version of me or a better person. And what I've really understood more recently is that I think it's more about becoming more of who I am. So it's about understanding that there are times that because of the things I've been through, because of the trauma I've experienced, I show up in really unhealthy and un- unhelpful ways, right? And so part of my human journey is uncovering what those are, healing those spaces, repairing some of that like loss, right? And then allowing myself to be more human, just be more me. Authentic. Yes, be yeah, more authentic. And I just think that's just the journey of our lives, right? Like it is, it's hard and it's good work. Yes. Well, I've had a great time talking to you today, Amy. I genuinely appreciate what you're doing. And obviously you have two books, but we always ask everyone, what is the one book that you would recommend our listeners? Oh my gosh. To pick up, read, to peruse, like what, what, what does that look like? 
Well, I I know I already mentioned Brene Brown, but my very favorite book is Braving the Wilderness by Brene Brown. Um, It is a book that talks about our need for belonging and ultimately how we can belong within ourselves and find that courage to stand alone and to stand apart and to be who we truly are. And it is I literally have read it four or five times. I just continually go back to it. Half of the book is highlighted at this point, and it is, man, it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again, Amy. And just to wrap things up, how do folks get in touch with you? Are you on social media? Are you Are you on Instagram, Facebook, website? Give us the details, please. Yeah, so I'm on Instagram and Facebook at The Perch Place. You can also find me on my website, theperchplace.com. You can find my podcast, Just Press Pause, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having me. Many thanks to our producer, Amy Downing of Amy Downing Media and Marketing. Looking for a space to create connections in Aurora, Illinois? Join the Women of Aurora Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Did you enjoy the show? Let us know in the Facebook group and be sure to tell a friend. If you haven't yet, remember to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform. See you next time.